You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. Well, it's so good to see you here for Christmas, that you've come to be together as the church for Christmas. Um, Has anybody received any pre-Christmas gifts or blessings? Anyone? Wow. (laughs) That... That is that is a lot. <laughs> Dudley, just got a baby. <laughs> so exciting, isn't it? It's a great time of the year. Well, what a day. A day to celebrate. A day to give thanks. A day to take a moment and pause and reflect on how amazing Christmas is for all people for all time. Any kids in the house this morning? Got some kids? Got some adult kids as well? Well, children, I, I want to take this opportunity. In a moment, we're going we're gonna to put a video on the screen. And this video, it's, it's really important that, that you watch along for one reason. In this season, in this time that we're in, it's so imperative for every single one of us, including you kids, that you understand the real reason for Christmas. Why don't we look to the screen? The story of Christmas. Jesus is born. This is Mary. Hi! You see, Mary was the mother of Jesus, but before that happened, she lived in the town of Nazareth. And she was engaged to marry a man named Joseph. Hey, uh. Hi, Joseph! Who <laughs> got it? Mary got pregnant by the power of God. Hey, huh? Joseph didn't understand all this at first, but an angel came and told him to still take Mary as his wife. Yeah, okay. So he did as the angel said. Not long after that, the ruler of the land, Caesar Augustus, wanted to count how many people were in the land. So Caesar Augustus ordered everyone in the land to travel back to their hometowns so that they could be counted. Joseph's hometown was Bethlehem, so Mary and Joseph traveled from Nazareth all the way to Bethlehem. When they arrived in Bethlehem, they looked for a place to stay. No, I'm sorry. Oh, man. But there was no room for them. Uh, what about her? Um, okay. So they stayed in a barn, and while they were there, Mary gave birth to Jesus. Oh. <laughs> she wrapped him snugly in the strips of cloth. Uh, that'll work. And laid him in a manger. Excuse me. And so the Son of God, the Savior of the world, was born in a barn in Bethlehem. Well, how cool is that? Go home. (laughs) Wow. Well, (laughs) you heard it here first, the true story of Christmas. (laughs) Hey, oh. As as I've been focusing on, on Christmas... And our celebration service this year, I was, I was reminded of the moment when I connected the dots of what the word Christmas actually and truly meant. Um, we look at the word Christmas, it's made up of two words, Christ and Mass. And at Christ referring to Jesus, 
the anointed one, the Messiah. That's what it quite literally means. The Messiah, the anointed one. And mass takes us way back in, in the Latin, a long, a long way, a dead language Latin, a long way back. And it was an idea that we came together to celebrate Christ in a collective like this, a mass, a service. Christmas, the moment where each of us, the collective celebration of Christ, the anointed one, that's, that's why we come together. Now, I had that, that revelation as a young person. So Christmas wasn't just about going to church at 9 a.m. on Christmas morning. Christmas was so much more than that. It was a celebration, a coming together, a collective coming together of all believers to celebrate Christ, the anointed one. That's what we're doing here today. So we get to celebrate that God is with us. How do, we, how do we get here? Not this morning. How do we get here in this time of celebrating Christ together? How do we get to this time in history where we gather to celebrate and worship Jesus, the Savior of the world? Well, it starts over 700 years before the birth of Jesus. God gives us a both stunning and beautiful promise. And I want you to be reminded today that God is always good on his promises. Today reminds us of that. It assures us of that. See, it all started with a promise. In Isaiah 7:14, it says this, "All right then, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child." She will give birth to a son and will call him, call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. See, this all started with a promise, a promise of a sign that God cared for us and loved us, that wanted to restore all mankind back to him. See, this promise was, a, was prophesied by Isaiah over 700 years before the birth of Jesus. But it didn't stay at a promise it continued with a visitation see God wants to to visit all people wants to minister to all people wants to love and restore all people some 700 years later angels come and visit Mary and the promise and the visitation is monumental Luke 1 26 to 38 says it like this It's really important that, just before I read, it's really important that we understand that Christmas is more than just, oh, baby Jesus came down. No, there was this series of life-changing and monumental milestone events that happened for this to take place. And for you as a follower of Jesus, it's really important that, that you know this and where it comes from in the Bible. So in Luke 1, starting at verse 26, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the village of Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Did you hear that this morning? A descendant of King David. Jesus is part of the line of King David, for those who didn't know that this morning. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Well, that's a pretty good start, I reckon. Pretty freaky. Angels come in the room. So where did you come from? The door is closed. (laughs) Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. I say that to Naomi every single morning. (laughs) 
Confused and disturbed. That's what Naomi looks like whenever I say that. Confused and disturbed. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. If you have found favor with God, you'll conceive and give birth to a son and you'll name him Jesus. He will be very great and called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him a throne, the throne of his ancestor David. What a, pro- what a promise within a visitation. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. I mean, now we know what it means, but at the time it's like, hey, what, what are you even saying right now? Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and his the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born, that is born will be holy and he'll be called the Son of God. Wow, that just leveled up. He'll be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say that she was barren, but she's conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. God is always good on his promises take it to the bank he's always good on his promises Mary responded I am the Lord's servant may everything you've said about me come true and then the angel left her see God's visitation in this moment he promised it but God's visitation in this moment changed the course of history both personally and eternally for all mankind. This is why we celebrate today. This is why we gather for a celebration of Christ, the anointed one. Amen. See, so much so has it changed history, both personally and eternally, that it echoes through time and space to this day and beyond. God has been visiting hearts ever since. God has been visiting hearts ever since. Maybe he's visited your heart. Maybe he hasn't yet, but maybe today is the day where he wants to come and speak to you and share about the promise that he has for you too. See, individuals have been seeking a saviour for over 2,000 years now. Why? Because God sent a saviour to be with us. This is what the, the Bible says for those who are seeking If you're seeking in this place today or watching online, this is for you. Matthew 7, verse 7. Keep on asking and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. So you may not know it yet, but what you've been seeking for is Christ, the anointed one, the saviour of the world. God has been knocking on hearts and the doors of hearts since time began. This is the promise because of Jesus. Amen. Now, perhaps today, perhaps today is your day of visitation. I want to encourage you, seek God and you will find him. Open the door of your heart and he'll be with you always. See, it started with a promise. It can continue with a visitation but it was completed with a birth, a manger birth. Luke 2, verses 1 to 20 says this. At the time of the Roman, 
at the time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when, can someone say that word for me? Quirinius. Let's just go with it. Let's call him Jack. <laughs> was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth to Galilee. He took, he took with him Mary, whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. I love this next, this next sentence. She wrapped him snugly in strips. It's not very often that you get to say the word snugly. The older you get, especially, you don't get, so, oh, it's so snugly. No, no. She wrapped him. One more time. Snugly. She wrapped him, in, say it with me, in snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Has anyone paused on that for a moment? It's like you're traveling a little bit of a distance. Men, can I encourage you? If you're going anywhere, if, you, if we ever have to travel anywhere for a census, for a holiday, just for a night away, please don't assume that the lodging will be available. It's, oh, it's, it's on par with have you looked at the map yet? Just look at the map. Just call ahead. Just use a booking website and everything will be A-okay. This, men, it's my word of encouragement today. If anything goes wrong from here and you don't take that word of wisdom, it's on you. Verse 8. That night where shepherds were staying in fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Sounds like a song. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them. And the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. Wow. Wow. Another visitation of God revealing himself to mankind. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them. The radiance of God's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. I would have been too. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you would recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. What a moment of utter celebration. Are you catching it this morning, the celebration that we have today? When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. 
After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The angels went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel told them. The moment of fulfilled promise. Fulfilled promise. Not only was a life born, but life was released into all the world. The way, the truth, the life was born. Jesus making way for our redemption, for our restoration. Amen. See, God with us. In Isaiah 9 verse 6, it says, it says this. This is the fulfillment that we've just read in Luke 2. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. In the words of the author, Crystal Kyrgios, she says this, Merry Christmas to all. Thanks be to God that because of King Jesus, we, never, we need never lament that it's always winter and never Christmas. Rather, it's always Christmas, always Emmanuel, always God with us, no matter what the weather. The weather. How, how encouraging. Regardless of the season, regardless of the challenges, regardless of the mountaintop, God is always with us. It's always Christmas. It's always a, celebra- a celebration of Christ, the anointed one. A promise, a visitation, a birth gave way to shepherds and wise men seeking the Savior King. See, shepherds and, and wise men heard the good news and came to witness it. For many of us today, it's the same. We've, we've come to acknowledge and celebrate the Savior King. Or, or maybe you've come to this place today seeking. It's the same good news for us today. God sent Jesus to love and redeem humanity. Born, walked the earth, went to the cross, the grave, and was re- resurrected on the third day. See, when... The wise men came to worship Jesus. They brought not only worship, but they brought gifts that identified his distinction and his stature. See, wise men and women still seek him today. Wise men and women still bring gifts to him today. Wise men and women still come to worship him today. If you're here today, count yourself as one of those wise men and women. Just like them, we're bringing worship, we're bringing adoration, and perhaps even today you're seeking a saviour too. Just as they were seeking Jesus. Maybe, maybe you've been seeking for the meaning of life. I, I know this to be true. The, the Bible assures me as if that God has been seeking relationship with you for a very long time. It's why he sent Jesus because he was seeking relationship with his creation. 
He wants to love and restore you into the person that you had only wished that you could be. He is the gateway to that promise. Amen. I wanted to give all of us a moment, but particularly if you're seeking Jesus, I just wanted to give you a, a moment, an opportunity to be reconciled in relationship to God, to acknowledge that Jesus is Lord and to know God personally, to have a personal relationship with God. It's as simple as this. The Bible says this. It's as simple as calling on his name, confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that he is Lord and that God raised him from the dead on the third day. It's a simple prayer. It's a simple heart cry to God. But as we utter those, those words to Jesus, God comes and fills our hearts, makes us known and loved as sons and daughters of God. So if that's you today, with, with our eyes closed, I'm just going to invite you to pray a simple prayer. And the church is going to join in that prayer as well. Pray this prayer after me. Dear God, I thank you that you sent Jesus, the anointed one, the savior of the world. I thank you that God is with us. From this day on, I choose to follow you. I repent of my sin. I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.